Do you find yourself stumbling over prayers because you don't understand them? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we begin the new tractate of Nadarim. We are on page two and we learn the importance of praying in whatever language you understand. Remember, God wants to have a conversation with you. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Barditchev was once walking past a fellow in Shul who was davening. At least he appeared to be davening. The rabbi tried to tune in to hear which prayer the man was reciting, but all the words seemed to run into one another. Many of them were garbled. As he mumbled away, it was unclear whether he was just going too fast or if his reading skills needed improvement. Any other person might have chided the man and suggested that he slow down and enunciate his prayers a bit better. Nevertheless, ever the consummate advocate of Israel, Reb Levi Yitzchak turned his eyes heavenward and declared, Master of the universe, we might not comprehend what this individual is saying, but you are his father in heaven, and a parent always understands his little children. May you decipher the words and answer all his prayers as a parent who responds to his child's every need. Let's look at today's Gemara. Says the Mishnah, all substitutes for the language of vows are like vows, and substitutes for the language of dedications are like dedications, and substitutes for the languages of oaths are like oaths, and substitutes for the language of Nazarite vows are like Nazarite vows. Says the Ran, meaning that a substitute for the language of an oath, a shvua, is like an oath and takes effect. And from this we learn that an oath doesn't need God's name. Rather, once he says shvua or shvuza, which is a substitute, that I will not eat this loaf, he is forbidden to eat it. For our Mishnah is dealing with such a case. For if the Mishnah was dealing with a case where he mentioned God's name, why resort to the discussion of an oath substitute? The law may be derived simply from the mention of God's name. Even without saying oath or a substitute, it would be considered an oath. Indeed, we find proof that the word oath or its substitute are not required when God's name is invoked from that which we say in chapter... Ein ma'midin, to the God of Israel I shall not reveal it. And further in our tractate we say, by the master of all I shall not taste. Let's analyze the Gemara. You've just sat down to lunch with a good book. It's now just over an hour after you finished the meal and for the life of you, you can't remember whether you benched. Did you stop reading or were you so engrossed in the book that the grace after meal slipped your mind? What should you do? On the one hand, you should probably thank God for your food. On the other hand, you don't want to risk taking his name in vain. Our sages say that the minimum requirement for benching is the prayer in Aramaic. Blessed be the merciful one, king of the universe, master of this bread. Based on this teaching, many authorities suggest a solution for one who is unsure whether he is benched. Rather than recite the entire benching, he should say this abbreviated prayer that doesn't mention God's name. At least now, he may rest assured that he's fulfilled the minimum requirement of benching whilst avoiding a potential desecration of God's name. However, based on the Ran in our Gemara, the Chassam Sofer disagrees with this piece of advice. According to the Ran, who says, I, the master of all I shall not taste, has already uttered an oath, not by virtue of employing the word oath, but on account of invoking God's name, but it wasn't God's name, it was an Aramaic expression, master of all. Therefore, we must say that the Ran maintains that even a substitute for God in another language is considered an invocation of the divine name. 
consequently, utilizing the abbreviated formula of benching wouldn't be an adequate solution for the fellow who couldn't recall whether or not he'd benched. Incidentally, that's why it's problematic to use expressions like, oh my god. Essentially, it's a form of blasphemy, even though you've said it in English. In fact, some authorities contend that one should avoid saying thank God, preferring the phrase Baruch Hashem, not because it's Hebrew, but because saying thank God is an unnecessary utterance of his name. Nevertheless, others maintain that it's okay when invoked in the context of praise. While the Chassam surface ruling doesn't help our benching quandary, there's good news arising from his position. Basically, he is teaching that God understands his name irrespective of what language we pray in. We can sometimes feel disconnected from our prayers, especially if we're not completely fluent in Hebrew. But don't ever give up. God takes every language seriously. Feel free to mix it up if it will help you davening. Our Father in Heaven wants to have a conversation with you, and it doesn't matter what language you're using. It's clear from the Chassam Surfer that God's name in any language is holy and pure. Praying in Hebrew is the ideal way to speak to him, but if you're not feeling it because you have no idea what you're saying, then it's better to daven in a language you speak. That doesn't mean that learning sufficient Hebrew to understand your prayers shouldn't be your ultimate goal. It should be. But in the meantime, don't beat yourself up and neglect your prayer responsibilities because you're unable to find meaning in them due to the language barrier. Pray it like you mean it. Your Father in Heaven will get it. May all your prayers be answered speedily. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose transform your life today the transformative daf is published by mosaica press and available at all good jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com thank you the transformative daf